Hello and welcome to United We Podcast, brought to you by the United Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Al Ariola Jr., President and CEO. United We believe in the power of collaboration, the strength of advocacy, and the endless possibilities of growth. From advocating for local businesses to fostering growth opportunities, we're here to ignite conversations that matter. This is United We Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to United We Podcast. Today, we are joined by our chair of the board for 2024, Mrs. Amy Granberry. How are you doing, Amy? I'm great, Al. How are you today? Well, thank you for joining us on our podcast. We are proud of your leadership in the organization. Um, before we get into the chamber, talk about the chamber, um, let's let's get to know a little bit about Amy Granberry, the story of Amy. <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm one of those few people that chose to move to Corpus Christi 27 years ago because I wanted to be on the water. And it's worked out pretty well. I've had a wonderful time, great career, raised a family, and my husband and I love it here. So that's that's me. Your more recent role is, is with, with uh, Port Royal uh, uh, Ocean Resort. Is Before that, though, you, you had a kind of lengthy experience in, in the nonprofit world? I did. I was at Charlie's Place Recovery Center for 23 years before I moved to Port Royal about three years ago. And uh, so I've been around the community for a really long time and uh, received a lot of support from this community and worked with a lot of business leaders. Well, if you want to get into some of those particulars of why that work was important in the community, and I believe you still find value and it still is. Absolutely. So we are very lucky. Um, substance abuse treatment is not readily available across this country. And so we're actually pretty lucky for a community this size to have a large inpatient treatment center uh, that's always been very well supported by the community and access to treatment. So still support that today. Well, and you're touching on something that, you know, we're, we're the eighth largest town in, in Texas, but the giving spirit, it, it rivals any major city in this in this country, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. We, we can do amazing things here. I think I've been a part of the Coastal Bend Day of Giving and, and other things where this community comes together and, and supports the people that need help and, and helps them move forward. Well, so tell us a little bit about that transition from the nonprofit world to now hospitality, I would say. Hospitality um, is kind of an interesting interesting mix because we're both a homeowners association and a hotel. So we have a lot of different stakeholders that we try to work with, uh, have about 100 staff members, 210 owners. And then any given day in the summer, we might have a thousand guests staying with us. So it's an interesting, interesting environment. Lots of people. Well, lots of, you mentioned lots of people, jobs, uh, and, and a, an economic engine on the island, if you will. Um, tell me a little bit. Tell, how long have you been there? It's about a little over three years. And I know there's been challenges, right, um, with 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 what what happened with the hurricane and whatnot. But have you seen the evolution of post COVID of of people getting back out and tourism? What what are you seeing on the island? Absolutely. Um, it was interesting during COVID, particularly because we were condos. Um, you would walk through and see kids doing their homework, sitting in by the side of the pool okay. when, yeah, when yeah, school yeah, was yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, but it was so exciting when our first school groups came back. One of the traditionally, we host a lot of school groups in the spring for their spring trips. And so we're gearing up for that. In April, we'll have six, seven, eight hundred kids on a weekend wow. um, getting to enjoy the island. And then, of course, our, our summer. Uh, goes from Memorial Day till when school starts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the 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 resort is is 
the pool is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've noticed too is it's, it, you're, you all are doing pretty well at communicating, uh, I guess, like a activations you do. I saw that you did something during New Year's. Or, um, the Taste of the Island was there last year. We have hosted the Taste of the Island in the past. We uh, are open to host business groups. We have a conference in September that is booked with us for many, many years. They enjoy coming to the island when it's slowed down a little bit. Yeah. So we can do a variety of things. Beach weddings. Uh, receptions by our pool deck, just a, a variety of things. And, and our pool is one of the largest, if not still the largest outdoor pool in Texas. Oh, it's wow. over a million square, a million gallons of water. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the need for water is real, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, well, now you're serving as our, our chair of the board, but prior to that, you, your involvement in the organization, you were very uh, involved in our, our policy committee and mm-hmm. And your experience with your nonprofit work, uh, uh, lobbying at the Capitol to get some bills done, is there something you were most proud of in, in that work and that space of, of advocacy? Absolutely. We, um, I've done advocacy for a very long time, and I was excited to join the Chamber Policy Group and be able to advocate not just for mental health services and behavioral health, but also for businesses. Um, what I've always appreciated about that is is you truly can make a difference. One voice can make a difference. And and teaching people that and helping them learn that I think is the biggest thing the chamber can do because any anybody can learn how to advocate for themselves and one person really can make a difference. Right, right. And especially a team of people when we come together and yes. believe in common goals. Um the 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 needles don't move fast and when it comes to policy changes. Um, and it takes a persistent, consistent work on on, on people's parts. So. It does. Um, in in talking to my husband recently, he we were talking about South Texas Military Task Force yeah. and the need to ensure that um, you know wind farms that that our pilots are safe. Right. And I said, oh, we've we've been doing that for a long time, but it's not something we're giving up anytime soon. Right. Because it's a message that we have to continue. Uh, sharing is that we have this ba- these bases and these training flights and, and we have to make sure that everybody's safe while still supporting the local economy at the same time and finding that balance. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your hubby, your mm-hmm. hubby. Um, I, he works for Gregory Portland School District. He does. Yeah. And I know the apple of your eye is, is your son. Yes. You want to brag about him a of little course. bit? Of <laughs> course. My son's a sophomore at Texas A&M Galveston in the Maritime Academy. Uh, hopes to one day drive the big ships that come in and out of the port and absolutely loves it. It's a fantastic um, school experience for him. Uh, he's also a sailor and sailed for, for the youth sailing team at Corpus Christi Yacht Club. So we're very excited to see all the growth um, in youth sailing in the community as well. well. You talk about that that job market, so to speak, that a lot of people maybe just see on the peripheral or maybe don't understand it completely. Those are some serious jobs. They are. Uh, we really didn't know that A&M Galveston was just down the road, basically, and available as a, a career choice and and the opportunity for the kids in this community. I, I'm so excited to see CCISD partnering with the port and really expanding um, students' knowledge of what's available for them is the the careers in the blue economy and and what can come next, especially living in such an active port city are amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so we just got done celebrating our um, installation gala where we installed the board and we did. sworn in and uh, it was a little fun, huh? It was absolutely fun. We had a great night and got to celebrate a lot of people's success and, and welcome the new board. And what did you enjoy most? 
Hmm. There was a lot to take in. But there was yeah. <laughs> a lot to take in. It was it was a fun environment. We got fun. See, I saw people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, got to enjoy spending some time with them. And um, I think for me, being able to recognize some longstanding careers and legacies yeah. in the community and what they've done to impact this community was very special. Right. And and the folks that we honored to their impact, not only to the community, but to, to this organization as well. We were able to tell those stories. It was, it was a nice night, a very nice night. Yes. We also kind of highlighted, if you will, subtly uh, gaming in, in Texas. We, we had a casino night and, and this chamber has had an active position of supporting gaming. Do, do you, what do you think might, what are we looking on in the horizon with the pipeline with the legislator, uh, legislative session uh, next year? Do you, I think we almost got it over the top. It, it's a, it's it's something interesting. I, I know sports gambling was 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 advancing better than than gaming gaming. Sure. Um, but do, what do you think about that that prospect in in Texas? You know, it's always hard to tell what they're going to do at the legislature. I know um, persistence pays off, right? And very rarely does anything happen the first time out. Yeah. So I think we just. You know, with any cause, um, you just have to keep going back and, right. and seeing seeing what comes up in the next iteration and how that moves forward. And but I, looks, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll be back. Yeah. No, no, yeah, definitely be talked <laughs> about for sure. Um, back. Well, coming back to the chamber. So thank you for your leadership. Uh, you've been over the years engaged in policy. Now you've been on our board of directors and also now serving on as our officers. Um, that, what do you think about the team so far? It's fantastic. We have a great team, a lot of energy. Uh, very professional staff that, um, and I think what I, I said was, I thank them for taking our dreams and aspirations and, and making them work because the the staff are the boots on the ground that make everything move forward. Uh, we have a, a very dedicated board. I was super excited to see so many people wanting to be on the board this year. It was hard to even select no, yeah, the new was... board members. Um, and we welcomed five new board members this year. So a lot of energy and ideas that will come out of that. Um, we've kicked off with a retreat. So we're planning. Uh, the chamber's in great shape uh, over the years. I guess I'm probably about 15 years in of doing something with the chamber, either attending networking events, going through Leadership Corpus Christi, serving Leadership Corpus Christi, serving on policy, and, and now the board. And I think we're in really fantastic shape for for the next steps and the, growth for the future. Uh, well, there are, as you mentioned, the the board has really brought some great ideas to the table. What what is it? Some some ideas that we can already start sharing that you're excited about for for 2024. Very excited to bring back me casa su casa. Um, as as a woman leader in this community, it was a special time to get to honor other female leaders, uh, spend time networking, and so super excited to be bringing that back on March 20th and uh, have three of those planned this year. Um, so that that's one, I think, really focusing on small businesses and yeah. and. Not everybody loves the mornings as much as I do, sure. but thank you for bringing back Buenos Dias. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. Um, you know, that morning opportunity to meet new people and, and share your business and learn something at the same time right. is a, a great way to kick off the day. Well, and I'm glad you brought up Mikasa. Do you want to give some more context for folks, especially that we're, we're, the space that we're trying to, to amplify the narrative about, about executive women leadership and in our community and how that, that, that needs to be amplified? Absolutely. I think it's 
we don't have as many female leaders in higher positions in the community as I would like to see. Sure. And we have an opportunity to bring this and invite women in all stages of their career, um, from internship all the way to CEO, to spend time together and learn from each other. And that collaborative relationship building space is the easiest way uh, to learn things. I, I mean, I can remember earlier in my career being at a networking events and getting to talk to someone and see the path that they had taken and even a short conversation just making a difference in how I thought about things. Right. So providing that space and and really focusing on inviting all levels. Um, you know, if you're brand new to your first job, it's a great place to come and meet people and, and move forward. If you have been there a long time, it's a great place to share and, and see those new faces and, and help them move forward. Right. And we've surveyed our board and, and our membership and, and what rises to the top about uh, the type of programming they want to see, it, it, it's networking, it's connecting, it's t touching each other's, uh, shaking each other's hands, um, making sure that those contacts are, are made. Um, thank you for bringing up Buenos Dias. So we're excited about that. We're bringing back members who lunch, mm -hmm. which we're excited about. And then also our, our mixer series that hopefully, again, has more meaning and intention to it. There were people say, okay, I think I understand what they're trying to do there. Um, so mark your all's calendar. So February 29th, we're going to have uh, our members who lunch. And then also in March, we're going to be having our, our first mixer at Marita's Tapas and Katina, our past chair. Mm -hmm. I was kind enough to host us. And I think we're going to shape that up into a trivia night about Corpus Christi, give out some prizes, tell a Corpus Christi story and our, <laughs> or maybe our own story at the chamber. So those are the exciting network events we have. And again, thanks to the board and your leadership for really, really kind of setting the tone for, for the staff and for the organization that, that these things matter. And we're going to, we're going to get out there for our members and do these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, back to shout outs. Um, and your participation in this organization. Is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to, uh, to acknowledge the, the pathway that you've taken with, with us as a chamber and, and your own career path? You know, it would be hard to, to, put them in to just do one. <laughs> sure. um, as, I, as I was thinking about it, I really have a hard time thinking of people that I interact with regularly that I didn't meet through leadership or a chamber event. My banker was a leadership sister. Um, you know, just if I call a consultant for something, I'm going to look at who's a chamber member. Um, I think if if we go way back, I believe it was Devin Botko when he was chair that approved me as the committee chairman for policy and advocacy. Um, Gabe Guerra has played a huge role. Uh, Libby, Libby Averett and has been a mentor for a very long time. And I came on the board as she was finishing up her year as past chair gotcha. and got to work with her. So those are, are probably the biggest three, um, but so many people that I spend all my time with, I met through leadership and, and through the chamber and through policy committees, um, learned how to, you know, spread my advocacy beyond one subject and how to, how to be able to talk about multiple subjects in, in the policy committee and on the trips to Austin and, and DC and, and learn that that access is available to anybody if you're just willing to do the work and go. Right, right. Well, and you mentioned Devin. We honored him at the installation gala, and he likes to brag, and he, rightfully so, that technically he's the first official chair of the United Corpus Christi Chamber. Yes. <laughs> so shout out, Devin. We honored him uh, with the Henry Baldwin Award, which was our first chair of, of the Chamber of Commerce in 1916. So a lot of stories to, that were told that night. Um Let's see, what else can we talk about, Amy? What do you want to talk about? 
I think the most interesting meeting I've been to so far in the last six weeks, uh, it was my first time at South Texas Military Task Force. Okay. And bringing that group together and seeing, I've heard about the work, I've got, I've seen the results of their work over the years, yeah. but actually getting to to hear the presentations yesterday and, and be a part of that group was really exciting. Yeah. Um, learning how the Naval Air Station in Corpus and Kingsville work together and then the Army Depot and how important it is to our economy and, and the things that are going on out there are really impressive. It, it, it's been fascinating. You think the military, you think government constructs, you think maybe it's it's a, a pattern of repetition. It, well, not, not, not the case at all. You saw how innovative CCAT is with mm-hmm. their workforce and how they're staying, pivoting to make sure they stay ahead of market changes. It's very, very impressive. I'm very impressed with what they do. I'm sure you are too. Absolutely. Um, and then Coast Guard sector, uh, as I've gotten to talk to some of the Coast Guard officers, I knew, you know, Station Port Aransas, Station, you know, those kind of things. I didn't realize how much of Texas they actually support right. um, with the Coast Guard. So we're really lucky to have those installations here and and be able to support them and and participate with them. Right. Well, you know, the, the, um, the San Antonio likes to brag about that it's military city USA, but uh, I've heard us call ourselves military county USA, which is very true. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at the installations, it's very much rivals of what you see over there in that market, what we have here and its economic impact that it has in our own backyard. Um, let's see what else is going on in the chamber world. Um, we do have a full year um, planned. You, you mentioned LCC. Um, I believe steering com applications are out till steering committee applications are out. They started in February. I believe they go through the end of March. Yes. We'll also be launching class applications shortly after that. Um, if you haven't been in that program, it's a fantastic program to learn about the community, learn how to work together. If you have been, uh, we're always looking for wonderful people for steering committee. Uh, you know, it's just, a, it's a good growth program. Mm-hmm. And even if you've been here in the community a long time, you're going to learn new things yeah. sitting in those classes and every class is different. Well, yeah, if you could delve into the particulars then and real quick shout out to the committee leadership for, for their time and commitment to that. Um, they've really been stewarding this throughout the year. Um, Jessica, our, our VP of events is going through the class this year and mm-hmm. I, she's taken away a lot. She She's a transplant from the community and, and into the community and she's learning a lot about the community fast. Um, what what were some, you mentioned the relationships that you took away from, from LCC. Was, was there anything else that, that you were really proud of? I think we were able to access community leaders. You learned um, across all industries, not, you know, government, public entities, bank, you know, banking, just any asset anything there, economic development, um, and able to learn how some of those organizations work. You kind of get a behind the scenes look at things when yeah. you're in leadership yeah. and and learn the inner working and how interconnected everything is and that we need all the pieces of the puzzle to move the community forward and keep getting better. And and um, a lot of people might not know this. It's the second longest standing program in Texas. It's the third oldest in the nation. I think Beaumont beat us out barely here in Texas, <laughs> but, but it, it's something to be said about that that this chamber has been very innovative in our programming that we were kind of ahead of the curve um the staff goes to the united states chamber of commerce training and when we they ask us about we get to know each other's organizations and mm-hmm. so when they ask us about ours and we, we share that 
they're they're blown away like how did you guys do that well we have to right away defer and say well first of all it wasn't staff it was a, our board leadership that got us here but they're they're fascinated with our merger they're fascinated with the history of our leadership program um conquer the coast or like how do you even do that yeah. <laughs> i mean there's so much that this organization does that maybe the community may, is not aware of you know we're actually very very busy yeah as evidenced by my new calendar that i have on my desk <laughs> yes we're keeping you busy <laughs> you, you keep but that's that's important to the growth of the community and for to truly be the voice of businesses and because when you're when you're out there working and building a business you don't always have time right, right. to keep up with everything right. so the chamber can bring to mind you know, important issues at the city level or the county or the state. Um, windstorm has been a, a recurring for yeah. theme for for us. And the chamber has championed that um, in support of, of Chairman Hunter and all of his work that yes, he's ma'am. done. Um, and so really, I think businesses look to us to, to bring that information to them in as many ways as possible. Um, I think staff has really, and, and under your leadership, have we've really changed how it gets presented um, more small bites that sure. you can look at quickly, but you can have facts in your head and be ready to, to be armed for, for discussion, um, more social media, more interaction, um, just moving us forward into, right. into the next, next iteration of what the chamber does and mm-hmm. how it, how businesses continue to grow. Right. We're growing, we're getting there. Yeah. The world's changing fast and we're changing right alongside with it and hopefully making a, a big impact in our own world here in, in the coastal band. Well, Amy, I want to thank you for your time today. I want to especially thank you for your leadership in this organization. It shows you care about the chamber, about this community, uh, how much you value um, the relationships in the Coastal Bend. Um, I hope we've helped you achieve as much success as you've helped us achieve here at the chamber. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you, ma'am. Well, I want to thank our audience for joining us for our podcast. We will see you again next time.